just waiting for the final few joiners to uh, connect and uh, welcome to this uh, live Wednesday webinar where we're looking uh, for the current uh, uh, month to start a series where we're planning to save capital gains tax for expats. Um, capital gains tax is, is not income tax and it can have severe consequences for expats that are living and working abroad. Um, so I want to have a deep dive into that. And today's webinar is to look at some of the issues that we're going to be exploring in more detail in the coming weeks. Uh, it affects everybody. Capital gains tax is a tax on assets. It's a tax on investments. So we're talking about your overseas property. We're talking about your shareholdings, your investment portfolio, whether that's your business or whether it's your, uh, your savings. Um, now, you can have shares and you can receive dividends and that goes normally goes into an income tax or a separate flat rate tax. So that's not part of the capital gains tax assessment. We're looking about if you dispose of the business, uh, what are the actions that you can take? If you sell the property, what are the actions you can take? So the property rental income is, is one issue. We're talking about when, when we dispose of that property and what, what taxes are going to be applied uh, to you on that investment and, and when that is done. So it's always going to be um, on the gain that you sell. So if, if you buy a property for 100000 and sell it for 100000 there's going to be no capital gain. Um, the the, the um, uh, time that you sell it, that might incur, there might be some indexing that's allowed against inflation for the price that between the date that you bought it and the date you sell it. That doesn't apply for every country. So there's no index age in, in, in the UK on assets, but there might be in other countries like, like Cyprus. So and it's different for country by country. And again, it becomes complex for expats that are making investments in property, overseas property. Um, when when, the, when a share is sold, that, that is a taxable event as well. And again, that, that, that's going to be recorded and tax is going to be paid somewhere. There might be an allowance that we could use and, and uh, against that, or, or there may not be. But the proper tax declaration based upon the tax residence of the owner is going to be the key to, to, to this event. Um, and of course... Where, where it's going to be applied, it depends on who the holding is. So um, uh, if a, a company is sold, where is that company registered? That's where the gain is going to be. But if the shares are sold, then it's where the shares are registered. So um, a, a business could be operating in one jurisdiction, and, and uh, but the shares could be um, and, and the, the intangible assets of the property could be sold in, in one location and it could be a different impact to the selling the shares as an investor. And it's always going to be some form of capital gains tax that's going to apply to that, that sale. Now, when you've got a, a property, that is a fixed asset. It's very, very clearly fixed. And, and obviously the disposal of that is going to uh, incur some sort of capital gains tax. So in, in the UK, uh, property can, can uh, be taxed at up to 28%. So residential property has a higher rate than normal capital gains tax on, on investments. An investment might 
realise a capital gains tax of, say, 10%, but it could be as high as 28% if that's a residential property. Expats, um, a UK residents can get a main property relief on their property, but when they go expat, um, that that can be lost. And and even if it's their residential home, it could still be taxed. We need to protect that. That could be a timing issue on tax residents, or it could be an ownership issue. Um, so uh, it, it, it comes down to potentially organising a holding arrangement for the assets. So uh, as a company expands, it might have different subsidiaries that to manage different parts of its business, um, and and they're all brought under one one roof. Now we've seen with the uh, attacks on global companies not paying a lot of tax. Um, uh, the, the minimum global tax being introduced for those corporations. But that attacks very few global companies with very large turnovers, over $750 million a year. It doesn't affect other, other smaller businesses. And by having a holding arrangement for assets across border, it enables you to have a, a better control and a better uh, tax planning opportunities uh, to make advantage, whether it's using a, a personal allowance in the UK or a nil rate band in, in Cyprus um, or, or whatever other arrangement you might want to be. So we'll be looking at those in, in slightly more details uh, as, as we go along. This tax, uh, capital gains tax doesn't stop doesn't stop when when you die. Um, so although capital gains tax doesn't apply after death, it becomes an inheritance tax. So again, there's there's planning opportunities for the family, for the business um, when when those arrangements uh, apply. So in, in some countries, there is no inheritance tax when the gift are made to the family. Uh, but there could be a, a capital gains tax if, if the gift is made to third parties uh, of, say, 20% in Cyprus, uh, but nothing to families. In the UK, uh, there is a, a, a large allowance, uh, 325000 uh, on inheritance tax, but the, the gift, um, um, the, the, the balance is charged at 40%. Now, there's a main property relief, but is, is the main property relief applicable to the expat that's living abroad? Um, and this can be affected by if the property is rented out or if it, it, it's, it's held uh, uh, in, in a company, are the shares involved? And all these things are, are different issues to, to consider in the tax planning. Um, so generally, when we're looking at investments, when we're planning investments, the time to make the, the decision is to anticipate the profit is when you make the investment. And if it's a one-off investment, you might say, well, I'll, I'll just take the hit and I'll pay the tax when it's due. But if you've got a longer-term strategy, then by creating the right holding arrangement across border, it gives you the opportunity to, to plan ahead to avoid the capital gains taxes uh, or inheritance taxes at a later date. So on investments in, in Portugal, for example, capital gains is added to income tax that could be charged up to 48%. Um, 
in the UK, if it's residential property that you leave in the UK and rent out, that can be taxed at 28% on sale. So they become a quite a significant tax uh, allowance. Um, so uh, in, in Cyprus, uh, there's always a 20% capital gains tax on property, but there's an indexation and there's an allowance that can be, be, be made against that. But then there's no inheritance tax if it's gifted to family. So the holding arrangements that you can consider would might be a company, hold, holding company. So you could have um, uh, one company that holds shares in, in another uh, uh, asset in a different jurisdiction. So if you choose to buy property in the UK through a company, then you need to do that at the onset um, because of uh, other taxes that are due in the conveyancing cards. So conveyancing of property is always expensive. So by buying it in a, a tax-efficient, low-cost way at the outset, it can become uh, more cost-effective in, in the longer term. Um, if you use a family trust or a charitable trust or a foundation, then you get other opportunities as well. Um, so you can protect your, your, your capital base. The capital gains tax is applied when you realize the gains. If you're just holding the assets for income, for long-term income, then those, uh, uh, the, the income can be paid to you as your tax resident. You pay your income taxes and keep the capital inside your holding arrangement for the benefit of your family and your beneficiaries in the longer term uh, to avoid the cost of probate, to avoid the cost of inheritance taxes, and to defer the capital gains tax into unrealized gains. Again, there's, there's planning opportunities depending upon jurisdictions and, and, and interpretations. But this is all part of the uh, looking forward. Uh, some people, many people, just choose to uh, invest directly uh, with a professional investment company, and they create the investment fund, pay their capital gains taxes and the, and the, the taxes from that, and the, and the the investor receives a, a could receive a tax free or a taxable uh, profit from from the, that investment. Um, but there's no reason why uh, a family can't create its own wealth uh, investment portfolio of the property and the investments and the business that it owns. So if you're building up your family business with your property, uh, within the business and within the family arrangements, and if you're building up an overseas property portfolio, if you operate it as a business or as a foundation for your the, the benefit of your family, you can avoid, uh, you can spread the management, spread the risk, um, and avoid the cost and delay of, of probate and capital gains tax assessments, secure your own private uh, holding, your private investments to generate the income that you need. As I say, it can all become very expensive because once you've got the gains, um, you can't, it's very hard, you can't get out of them very easily um, without realizing them and it becoming taxable. So the time to make the uh, planning is at the outset before the gains uh, are accrued uh, later down the line. So these are the issues that we're going to discuss in a lot more detail. And I want to make it, you know, especially for our retained clients, uh, detailed uh, advice um, uh, uh, videos for you to watch uh, later on.
looking at uh, when is capital gains tax going to be applied, um, how much that capital gains tax will be, vis-a-vis looking at property and investments in different jurisdictions, depending upon what the tax residence is. Um, what tax planning steps you can take to say on capital gains tax, but also inheritance tax. So with inheritance tax, the, the different steps that can be taken. So you may want to um, keep hold of it, um, the asset, and just avoid the uh, wait for the capital gain to drop off on death, but avoid the inheritance tax uh, liability as well. And all this depends upon your tax residence, the tax residence of your trust, of your company, of your property, of your investments, of yourself, and of the beneficiaries of that. And, and by making an arrangement that suits your family, where you want to live, where you want to work uh, abroad uh, or at home, um, you can make the best plan for you um, to pay the, the right amount of tax and protect your family's capital investments in property and business um, for uh, um, um, a cross-border and down the generations. So we're going to run a weekly webinar now. So next, next week is uh, when, when is a deep dive into when is capital gains tax applied, looking at it in more detail. I've talked generally today. Um, go along to our website at productpartnership.co.uk and look at our retained client service from £30 uh, a month. You can get uh, detailed advice and guidance if you're planning an investment, a, a, a savings or a disposal. Or, or any overseas investment and, and keep uh, personal detailed information coming to you uh, for that. Uh, if you want a free review, we offer free reviews to, to all clients um, uh, in, in, in a general nature. Uh, I, we offer consultant reviews as well. That they're free to retain clients or, or we can do a, a paid for consultation as well if you've got a specific capital gains issue that you want to look at. Um, all that information is at our website at productpartnership.com um, and the retained clients at .co.uk. Uh, thanks for listening to this live webinar and we'll see you again next week when we're looking at uh, when is capital gains tax applied and what instances. So if you've got issues and investments you're going to be making or you've got investments that you're holding and you, you're living and working abroad, join us then and, and find out more about how we can help you save um, capital gains tax and uh, tax for your family living and working abroad. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next time.